Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Starting now, you can get a transcript of each week's Rich Dad Radio Show. Just visit www.richdad.com radio and download a copy today. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Today's Rich Dad Radio Show is about how fake the news is. It's no, it's no longer, you know, when I was a kid, there was Walter Cronkite who reported the news. Now the news, nothing but attack this, attack that, lies about this. You know, when I, when I was a kid, there was, I think, two or three radio stations, one TV station, and now everybody's got a TV. You know, everybody's got their blog, everybody's got their, whatchamacallit, their own broadcast or YouTube channels. And I mean, I don't know how, you know, it is the most fractured world I have ever come across. And it appears to me to get attention, we get nastier. I mean, that, that is a sad part about our world today. And you know, I, I turn on, I don't care if it's CNN or Fox or MSNBC or whatever it is, it's they either hate Trump or they love Trump or this guy's a jerk and that guy and it's not the news anymore. So what we're gonna be talking about is how the media is manipulated, what's happening and why you have to be careful. But most importantly, there's a silver lining to this whole thing. And we'll be talking about that silver lining is how you keep your sanity in a world of fake and vicious attack uh, media and people. And you know, I, I, was, I was watching American Idol and this one girl was just crying up there because she's now famous, everybody's attacking her. She said, nobody's ever attacked me before. And I'm going, she's a kid, you know, she's 16 years old. And these guys said, well, you suck and all this stuff. And I'm going, and all the, uh, all the judges at American Idol said, I told you not to read that stuff. I told you not to read it, you know. So something's really sick inside our society. And we have an expert on the program today who's not going to, because he is part of that sick media, when well, he was, but he's also on the solution side of it. And uh, I'm very happy to have him on the program. He's been on the program before. It's Ryan Holiday. And our whole company, I mean hundreds of people, uh, system-wide, because we're an international company, we read Ryan's book, Ego is Enemy and the Obstacle is the Way, Trust Me, I'm Lying, Perennial Seller, because his books uplift, keep your spirit strong, you know, in this world of attack, attack, attack. Any comments, Kim? Well, yes, I was just um, I was just talking with two of our IT guys on Friday, a few days ago, and uh, it was really funny. I was talking about Ego is the Enemy, which is a fabulous, fabulous book by Brian. Yeah, it's a good thing I don't need that book. No, yeah, you have no ego, no ego at all. <laughs> I was Ryan. I was reading it this morning, and going, he's he's you're nailing me right between the eyes again, you know. <laughs> And so I was talking about ego as the enemy, and and Rob, who's a former Marine, he he's he goes, no, no, obstacle is the way, obstacle is the way is my favorite book of all times, 
And then our marketing guy goes, no, 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 it's perennial seller. That's the one that really, really hits a chord. And so, Ryan, I want to welcome you to the show. And thank you for the gift you are because our, our entire team here at Rich Dad are reading your books. Our advisors are reading your books. We do book studies on your books. So um, thank you for the gift of that. And one well, big complaint, we saw you at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. We couldn't even get closer. Your fans, <laughs> your fans were mobbing you. We couldn't get, we couldn't say hello to you. But anyway, welcome to the welcome, program Ryan. again, again, Ryan. You, welcome. Thank you. You guys are you guys are puffing up my ego, so I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna do some work after this. I appreciate it. No, you're you know, I, uh, I I just wanted to walk up to you because I am a I call myself a best selling author. Be- sure. I'm definitely not a best writing author. <laughs> so when I recognize, well, was, I, I wanted to go up to you and say, I don't know how you learn to write so well. I mean, because your 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 writing is precision. I mean, well, thank, it, you don't you, you. you're very conservative. You get right into the point and you hit really really deep. I mean, and not in a bad way, in a good way. It gets to the soul and all this. So anyway, I commend I, you. I remember as a, there was well, thank you. I I remember at that talk there was someone in the audience that had sort of been bothering me for a while, and I was trying to get out of there. And I didn't know you guys were there. I would have. <laughs> well, we would have loved to have talked to you. Anybody, I want everybody listening to it. If you haven't read Eagles and Emmy, Obstacle is the Way. Because in this world of attack, 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 there is something that keeps your soul and your spirit strong. And like I said, I was reading Ego is Enemy this morning because, God Almighty, I don't have an ego. But anyway... It it just yeah. brings it brings brings back you know, your spirit and the strength of life and the importance of having solid reminders of how good life can be. Given the other side of what is happening today, it is the worst I have ever seen it. So Ryan, you were yeah. you you started off as a media person and all this, so you they you actually boasted being the master media manipulator years ago. So you're kind of taken from that side to the other side. So please give us a little yeah. background on how a young man like you becomes a master media manipulator. Well, you know, it, it is interesting. You know, we have this we have this term sort of public relations or, or PR or, or marketing, and these seem like somewhat honorable professions. And, and, you know, it's a job like anything else. But the essential job of public relations or or of marketing is to get people to buy stuff that they were not going to buy. Uh, and so there is an inherently, I think, an element of manipulation in there. And, and I want uh, one of the reasons I wrote the book was sort of expose how that works. And then I, I also think it's important that people know that although there are people who are manipulating the media, the media's job is also to manipulate you. Right. The media's job is to get you to consume more media that you otherwise wouldn't have consumed. So you'll watch the commercials or click the ads or um or, or share it with your friends that furthers their business model. And so, you know, I think people think that, for instance, turning on CNN is part of their job as a, an informed citizen. Oh, God. And it's actually <laughs> not. You know, it's actually a way, not only, I think, to make yourself miserable, but in, to a large degree to distract you from the important work that you should be doing. And, well, that's, and, that's what I call a continuous negative news, CNN. Yeah. And how much of the news percentage-wise would you say is manipulated? Is it 100%? Well, I, I mean, I, I think what you should realize here, – here's a good question. When you're watching the news, ask yourself, what am I planning to do with this information? And the answer is almost never, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this stock or I'm going to make this investment or I'm going to – 
change how I believe about th- what I believe about this issue. It's really entertainment. And so, um, it, or, or, or worse than entertainment, it's this sort of addiction we have mm. to, uh, to, to, to feeling upset, to feeling sad, to feeling scared. Um, so I think all news to a certain degree is influenced by these incentives, right? You never watch, a, you never turn on CNN or Fox News and they go, look, this story isn't super important, but we wanted to tell this to you. It's always breaking news alert. You'll never believe this, right? right. Get upset about that. And so it's, it's all manipulated in, in some way because of that. Well, what Kim was at when you know, like I said, we're at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Everybody has a chance to go to it. It's fabulous. But there was one of the speakers was talking about the trends. And- yeah, he was he was talking about unobvious trends. Um, mm-hmm. And he, the number one unobvious trend, he said, was manipulated outrage. And yeah. just like you're saying, Ryan, people tune in and all of a sudden they get upset and they get riled up. Uh, social media does it too. And if you click on this, you know, if you if you like this story that really got you stirred up, you're going to love these next 10 that we're going to send you to get you even more angry. That, so he, that's exactly right. And they've even done studies like anger is the most viral emotion. Like when we think viral, we think, you know, cute videos of a baby or of a cat. But in fact, the, the real viral uh, emotion is the things that that make us angry. Mm. And that's what we share. You never share an article and you're like, eh, you know, it's always I can't believe this. How could they do this? You know, I'm moving to Canada, or you know, whatever. It's all, its always the thing that that makes you angry. I was just—I was, you know, I'm not really good at computers or the web and all this. I'm just looking at. Here was here was a popular song by the Beatles, a number of people that hated the song. I'm going, how can you hate the Beatles? You know, I mean, yeah. The song was Imagine, and I hate the effing song. You know, I'm going, and what is with what? What's going on? Right, as as a media manipulator, what do you think is going on? You see, I've never seen it this, or maybe it's always been there. They just have never had the arena to via which to vent, right? No, that's a that's a great question. I, I saw an article the other day that was like uh, it was highlighting all the one star reviews of The Great Gatsby. Right, it's like here's one of the greatest books ever written. It sold hundreds of millions of copies. It's been made countless times into movies, and here are all these people who had who who took the time. To, to leave it a one-star review on Amazon. So I think part of it is just the architecture of the internet is designed to sort of pull out our more negative impulses. And then, and then when we look for the, the things that get attention are never the things that are the most reasonable or the most calm or the most sort of fair. Well, good news doesn't it's, sell. It's always the extreme thing. Yeah, good, right. Bad news sells, you know, like every time... You're driving down the highway, and you see if happy family is going to the beach or something. Nobody stops about that. But right. You, but right. you see an a, a SUV total on the side of the road. Everybody stops to look at it, right? It's all over you know? the news. <laughs> yeah. Or no, that, that, that's, that's a great analogy. You're, you're totally right. It's, it's the negative things that catch our attention. And so, yeah, you, you, the more I think people have been consumed by all this, and so they feel really bad. And then when you feel bad— Oftentimes, people try to make other people feel bad so Amen. we can sort of share the misery. Amen. Hey, a quick question is you have you, you, you put yourself as a media manipulator. I just want to know how you got to that high state of life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was, I was young. I, was, I, was, I wasn't thinking about it too clearly. I was just working for the clients that I was working for, and I, I wanted to get them attention for what they did. And it was, it was really only with time that I realized, hey, 
you know, I'm doing this for a book or for a movie or for a clothing company. But what if someone with really bad intentions wanted to do this? And I think that's what we're starting to see, whether it's, you know, extremists on the right or the left or whether it's, you know, a country like Russia that's just trying to, to, to sort of create and sow chaos with its enemies. We're seeing that bad people are able to use a lot of these sort of black hat or gray hat marketing tactics. And and we're we're I, I think we need to wake up to that and we need to, to sort of step away from it. Again, the Rich Chat Radio shows the good news and the bad news. And we're talking about the bad news right now. The good news is Ryan Holiday wrote two fantastic books that I've read, Ego's Enemy, The Obstacle is Away. Every, I get up every morning and read books like yours just so I can face the day. Yeah, it's great to just to just turn to one page and kind of uplifts me for the rest of the day. But one, uh, Ryan, one of the great media stories or almost soap operas out there you wrote about in your latest book that just came out called Conspiracy, Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan, Gawker, and the Anatomy of Intrigue. Um, that's a great media story. What can you give us a synopsis? Yeah, I mean, in some ways, it's sort of exactly what we were just talking about. And then somebody has enough, right? They say, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And so the book is the story of Peter Thiel, who's the billionaire founder of PayPal. He's the first investor in Facebook. Um, and there was this website called Gawker. And Gawker was sort of the internet bully. They were the website that 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 sort of specialized in negative news, that specialized in making fun of people. They loved taking down sort of larger-than-life enemies. And Peter Thiel, with his immense resources, said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a stop to this. And, and he plots for 10 years in secret the destruction of this media outlet. And, and ultimately, he ends up backing uh, a case for the— Well, well Gawker, Gawker, Gawker outed Peter Thiel as being gay, right? They did. That, that, was, that, was, that the, was the that kind was of the news that story. they specialized That was the, the, yeah. the, the ignition that kind of fueled this whole thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and so that's not technically illegal. But when they ran a stolen sex tape of Hulk Hogan, that potentially was. And he ends up backing this lawsuit. It takes uh, several years to wind its way through court. And ultimately, he ends up winning a $140 million judgment which, on behalf of Hulk Hogan, which, which forces them into bankruptcy. So that, that was the end of Gawker through the court system then? It was, yes. So uh, what do you want people to pick up or gain from Conspiracy, your latest book? Well, it's a couple of things. I think, one, this is how the news system actually works. I wanted to show people sort of how that sausage gets made. But then, two, I wanted people to realize that actually you can do something about this. You can uh, – uh, an individual can make change. It, it took a lot of work. It was secret. It was strategically brilliant. And uh, – and an individual can change things. So basically, if not to not to necessarily just lie down and roll over when all of this negative stuff is coming out, but to actually do something to combat it. That's exactly right. So you know, when we come back, Ryan, for your, I mean, I just I want I commend you because I I'm a horrible writer, so I lo, I You're just a pretty get, good writer, sweetheart. I just get <laughs> no, I just I am just You're amazed at you. I'm just amazed at your wordsmithing. That's all I wanted to do at South by Southwest. Like, God, if I if I could write like you, you know. But anyway, your books are fantastic, and I'm going to highly recommend reading all of them. Like I said this morning, I was reading "Ego Is the Enemy" because you know I get up, it takes me about three minutes to get through one of your chapters. It's so clear, but it gives me the strength to go out into the day, and that's the brilliance of your ability to write. So coming up. 
We're going to be talking about how do you feel real news in an age of fake news or outrage news. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. It pays to listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. We're talking about the effect of bad news, fake news, and people ripping you all the time. So you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. And we do that because repetition is how you learn. And this is a very important program of how do you protect yourself in this world where you're being bombarded by, you know, I mean, fake news. I mean, horrible news. I mean, just, you know, I, I, I don't like to watch news and I don't like to watch TV because it's just nasty, nasty, and it's getting nastier. And so um, there's good news and bad news about it. So we archive it, listen to this again, is how do you protect yourself? But we're going into how do you know what's real and how what's fake? And then you can, you know, we, we archive it so you can listen to it again, but also share it with your friends, family, and business partners. And especially if people are having a tough emotional time right now. Like let's say you're kind of depressed or upset or angry or wondering what's happening. And like I said, the Rich Dad Radio Show is always about the good news and bad news. And our guest today is Ryan Holiday. I'm not that I'm in the media, but I got my share of attacks and lies and criticisms and all that, it's hard to take. So Ryan has two books that I recommend, a whole company's read them on system-wide, all over the world people are reading the book. One is Ego is the Enemy, is how you, because your ego get, reacts to it. Not you, you just, your ego gets all fluffed up, you know? And then the obstacle is the way, is how most people back down from obstacles, but obstacles are the way to get what you want in life, because every obstacle holds in it elements of lessons that are priceless to carry on to the next obstacle. But if you back down from the obstacle, then you would never get past that obstacle. The obstacle is the way. So it's very good, so it's good news and bad news, but we're gonna find out what can you do. For example, I'm always under attack from the media. I mean, the newspapers, like New York Times, you know, they're supported by mutual fund companies. The Arizona Republic is a mutual fund company. And I trash mutual funds. I say, you know, they just get ripped off. So those guys cannot be objective about it because I'm attacking their advertisers. And then some of these journalists, they're not very bright people financially. They may be A students as writers, 
but I'll hold financials up to them any time, you know what I mean? But they want to support this, oh, you should save money and get out of debt and invest in the stock market and ETFs and mutual funds. And I go, that's not what I'm saying. They said, well, you don't know what you're talking about. So I've had this running battle between the Arizona Republic and New York Times. So anyway, it's just part of life. Any comments, Kim? Well, yes. You know, there's a lot of great journalism out there, Ryan, right? I mean, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. real news. And how do you distinguish today between what's real and what's fake? Well, I mean, I think one one test as far as hard news uh, that's worth thinking about is, is are you paying for this or not? Right. And when you're not paying for it, you should be a little bit more suspect. Of wow. It because, you mean uh, broadcast news? Well, in some ways, you're at least partly paying for broadcast news. If you no, I mean the commercials and all that stuff. Yeah. It, like, you know, the, the old line is that if, if you're not paying for it, you're the product that's mm. being sold. Right. You know, they're selling your. Wow. That's clear. And, and, you know, I would say, for instance, people subscribing to this podcast, you're not paying, but you're at least agreeing to be part of a process. This isn't something that's being bombarded at you randomly on Facebook or Twitter or Google News. And so I think a lot of people, they sort of just turn on their computer and they're like, what's out there? What's going on? And this is what opens us up to the things that sort of prey on our fears and worries and anxieties and stresses. Whereas if you can consume a little bit more intentionally, like, hey, I get the New York Times delivered every day, or hey, I watch this one television program every day, or I listen to this podcast because I trust Robert or I trust so-and-so, that is a much better way and I think limits your susceptibility to manipulation a little bit uh, c- compared to this sort of uh, you know, spray and pray model that, that a lot of us uh, you know, sort of make the mistake of doing it as far as our media habits. And go. that's a that's a good point, Ryan, because we subscribe to a lot of newsletters and we pay for those right. newsletters. And that's sure. where we get a lot of our information. And if they do a bad job, if they if we, you we don't pay for it anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Books are a great way too, right? Like a yeah. book is thing. Oh, that, amen. Yeah, obviously we're both a little biased, but you know, it, a book is something that takes years to make. Uh, it costs a, a, a fair amount of money, and it's designed to stand the test of time. And so that's much better than most news, which is designed to be forgotten two seconds after it's written, you know. And, 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 so. and there was one really good example of this at South by Southwest um, that we heard about. We actually couldn't get into it, and there was a great, great, great title. It was really well marketed, really well, um, very intriguing. And it had like 3,500 people. They opened up more rooms. They put up screens. And then the person started to deliver the talk, and within the first five minutes, half the room left because oh, the wow. talk was not what was promised. Sure, sure. So that was a way of people saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put up with this," so they can walk out. Kind of yeah, the same thing as right. unsubscribing. Exactly, and that sends a powerful message. So let me ask you this question, because we're in the age of Trump, and he is a friend yeah. of ours. But um, I'm, you know, I don't support a lot of the things he's doing and saying. What is he? What is he doing with the media right now, from your from a professional point of view? In a weird way, Trump is sort of embodies a lot of what's wrong with our media in that he's constantly doing this and saying that, and it's sort of chaos and 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 one thing after another, and the media just follows it, right? The media is like, oh, Trump tweeted about this. That's the story of the day. You know, Trump might do this. That's what we're all going to freak out about. 
And, 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 and to me, in a way, what the media is doing is really advocating their responsibility as journalists to, to think about the big picture, to provide context, to, to, to be calm and wise about what's happening. And so I think in some ways, Trump and the media are sort of uh, perfect for each other. He is, <laughs> he is the brilliant reality TV star, yeah, yeah. and he is creating the most entertaining, uh, captivating reality television show in history. I don't think that's a great thing for the president to be doing, <laughs> but it is really great for ratings. Right. And it's all about ratings, isn't it? It's all about getting clicks. It's all about eyes on your on your topic. And people, are we getting to a point where people are willing to do anything for that? I mean, look, when the, when the CEO of CNN says, Trump might be bad for America, but he's great for CNN, I think it gives people a glimpse into, oh, wait, like, these people aren't my friends. They're not protecting my interests. They're just trying to get my attention. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think we're starting, people are starting to wake up to the idea that, hey, I am, all this news, all this negativity, it's making me unhappy. And I have the power to do something about it and that I can stop watching and, and I, can, I can be in control of my own. You know, we call this the information diet. It's like a bunch of us are waking up and realize we've been uh, eating very unhealthily. Yeah, and, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, Rich Dad, the Rich Dad radio show is good news and bad news. And then um, what I love about Ryan's work, he's a fantastic writer. And your books, Ego's Enemy and Obstacle is the Way, I mean, your content is incredibly enlightening and illuminating and strengthening. And how do you get the content for your stuff? Well, th th thank you. I mean, one of the things that I try to do, and I wish the news would do this more, is I try to go back through history. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about what's happening, you know, right now. I want to talk about what what's been proven to be true uh, over the centuries. And look, uh, you know, a, a part of your philosophy has always been real estate based, and it's like, hey, let's focus on the law, the big longer term trends. Let's not see, oh, Google stock is down. 2% today and tomorrow it's up 1% and this trend and that trend and the market moved on this news or that news. I think you want to think longer term. And, and that's what I try to do in my writing is I try to say, hey, I don't really care what everyone's talking about right now. I want to talk about what people have always been talking about and struggling with and working on because that's where we can learn the most important lessons. Right. And the ego's enemy and obstacle is a way you write about great leaders. You know, like there's a story, you know, you, you have stories about Sherman and Grant, you know, in the Civil War. But you also had this great story about Lincoln and how he kept operating, on, although severely in depression. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most inspiring stories I think everybody should read. Because you said, here's this guy, Lincoln. He is severely depressed, man. He almost can't move. He's so depressed. Yet he still rose to be possibly the greatest president in America, at the at the worst time in America. We, we like depression is not new, right? So it's like if you're waking up today, and you're having just a terrible day, and you don't feel good, and you don't want to get out of bed, and you've got to do all these things. It's I think it's important. Don't wake up and see the talking heads on Fox News chattering about this or that. You know, maybe take some time and go, hey, you know. Abraham Lincoln was in the exact same spot as me and was, was struggling and was, was in pain. 
And but he felt like he had this thing that he needed to do, and he pushed through it. And and on the other side, he found greatness, and and he saved this this country. And and maybe that'll help you with what you're struggling with. I, I know it helps me, and so that's uh, why it, I def- try to it definitely helps me because this, you know, I, I get I get low as a ant sometimes, but it's so that's why. In another book is Miracle Morning. I meditate and I read your book. I do a little exercising. But when I read things that uplift me, it protects me from the world out there. Yeah, like that's because that's really the you know the good news about it is I think you have to protect yourself. And, and as people like you who do that. And and you know you talk about depression, and we've had guests on talking about the addiction of social media, and people are so addicted to social media. Um, from your point of view, how how should people use social media if they're so addicted to it, and and when the addiction also brings in a lot of negativity? Well, one of the things I do in my own life is I just don't have these things on my phone. So if yeah. I'm sitting at my computer and I'm going to take the time to go on Facebook and see what's going on, or you know maybe respond to a tweet or two, great. But what I'm not going to do is carry that thing around in my pocket 24 seven. I'm not going to let it buzz me every time. I'm not going to be like a rat, you know, just responding to the bell every time the bell goes off. I, I'm going to yeah. create some artificial distance. And so, so that's been really important for me. Yeah. So the last question, why would somebody read Conspiracy? Yeah. Uh, first off, I think it's just an incredible story. I think it's it's not my writing, but the, the events of what happened are something out of Shakespeare or, uh, or, or the Odyssey. It's this incredible story of revenge and power and justice and it's it's nearly unbelievable to see this billionaire plotting in secret for all this time to do this thing that no one noticed until it was too late and then on the other hand i think there's a lot of lessons in that story both uh how power really works i think there's lessons on how to protect yourself from power and then i i also think you know strangely the story is a little bit inspiring like here's a guy who said, I'm fed up and I'm not going to take it anymore. And he did something about it. And I think that's really interesting and, that's and, the lesson. and worth thinking about, too. What can you do about it? Hey, Ryan, again, thank you very much. Please thank come you, back Ryan. anytime. You, I love your work. And like I said, our, our, it, be, it goes beyond the Rich Dad Company. We have people having study groups on your books. That's how good they are. That means a lot to me. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for your work. Appreciate and, it. And right. hopefully next Bye. time I can see you at South by Southwest. <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right. Well, thank you. All right. And Bye. we come back. We're going to the next favorite part of our program. It's Ask Robert, where you get to ask me questions. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. 
Log on to richdadradio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes and iDroid. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. And again, we archive them because repetition is how we learn. If you listen to this program again with Ryan Holiday about the good news and bad news about media, but most importantly, these books are very, very uplifting, very spiritual books. And you listen to it again, and then you have friends who are, let's say, not so happy, whatever the case may be, you know, play this program for them, listen to it, talk about it, discuss it. You know, that's what happens when people go into depression a lot of times, they go into hiding. They go, they get alone instead of reaching out to talk to somebody. So if you have somebody who might be, let's say, not so happy today, you know, I mean, sit down, play this thing, discuss it with them. The discussion is more important than what is said on this radio program. So once again, go to richdadradio.com and you can download this podcast with Ryan Holiday. Any comments on that, Kim? Well, we only touch the surface. There's so much information, and Ryan has so many great topics. Um, but one of the one of the takeaways for me was when we're talking about real news versus fake news. And he says if you're if you're getting it for free, you're basically saying, you know, you can do whatever you want, you can say whatever you want. But if you're paying for it, chances are, if you're paying for it, it might be a little more real than fake. Correct. So I thought that was a really good point because we we apply to a lot of newsletters. Yeah, and, and specific magazines like magazines, Economist. Books. And, uh, I, I really stay away from the tab, the press. I mean, what, what, what we know is newspapers because, I mean, I've, I've not had, especially on the financial side, I've not had any any great luck with them. I mean, they're some of the well, most negative, these journalists are some of the most negative, small-minded, pencil-headed people I've ever met. Well, you look okay. So the one news, the only newspaper I I do subscribe to is the Sunday New York Times, and I'm about to drop it because, as you said, it's very negative, it's very biased. But every single Sunday on the front page, there's a picture. Every single Sunday, and it is always the most negative. It's bombs. It's people sick. It's the refugees That's the only page camps. I, read, I mean, every <laughs> single Sunday, it's such a negative picture. I mean, I don't even want to open it up. And you have no idea when I meet face to face with these A student journalists, you know, who are good writers. Because in school, you have to be a good writer or a listener. That's school, and then good memory. They don't really have an original thought. They are program robots who basically say what the paper allows them to say. It's the same as TV or radio. But when I meet with the uh, the trouble with print guys is you can say A, B, C, and they'll say, well, he said X, Y, Z. And you have no defense. You have no defense. So when I, I was just in the New York Times talking to this guy, and I was explaining student loans to him. And I don't know if you know this, but student loans are the biggest number one asset for the U.S. government right now. $1.5 trillion with a 20% default rate on it. And so I, w- I came up to him with a solution of how people could use a different type of financing style to pay off their student loans and pay for kids and all this stuff. He would not hear it. He says, you don't know what you're talking about. And I have run into that more times than ever with print journalists. The, the, the radio guys and the TV guys, they, they either they either they'll bleep you, but they can't manipulate what you say. So I don't trust print journalists. That's That's the big thing. And what Ryan is saying is that you subscribe to the writer's newsletters you like. 
And that's the big difference is you have, you better take control of what they're pumping into your little brain that's, and your emotions and your spirit because it's depressing people. So that's probably the biggest lesson for Ryan Holiday. And I guess his book is Ego's Enemy, The Obstacle Way, and his latest book, Conspiracy. You know, I'd read them and talk to people who are maybe down a little bit. Once again, you can submit your questions to Ask Robert at richdadradio.com. So Melissa, what's the first question? Our first question today comes from Wesley in South Africa. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What would you say is one of your best attributes that helped you become successful, not only with money, but through life? Uh, U.S. Marine Corps, pure and simple. I went to military school, the military academy, because before that, I was a surfer kid. You know, I was in, in Hawaii, I was a surfer kid. Uh, I worked for Rich Dad, and I went to school. And which was most important? Working for Rich Dad and, and, and surfing. I learned jack in school. And that affected, I was a 1.4 GPA from high school. I still got into the best schools in the country because my academics, are, I mean, my SATs are very high. But I had to go to military school because I lacked discipline. And so when people say, what is discipline? You know, all these yo-yos out there talking, oh, do what you love and the money will follow. I go, that's an idiot talking there. It's do what you have to do. And most people cannot do what they have to do. And that's why Ryan's book, The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday, you gotta read that book. Because we all have obstacles. The difference is the losers don't go through them. The losers quit. I'll try, you know, maybe next week. Oh, I hope. Hope, try are the words of losers. Any comments, Kim? Yeah, well, one of one of the great factors for me, and, and Robert, you, of course, do this as well. Um, when I was 18 years old, my sister sent me a book by Wayne Dyer called Your Erroneous Zones. And whether you call it personal development, personal growth, um, I we both have been huge advocates of personal development. I've been doing it since I was 18. I remember when, as a uh, sophomore in college, I was studying. I'd, I'd go at night and go to Silva Mind Control. I wanted to find out how the mind worked. I wanted to find out how the spirit worked. And so that, for me, because every time, as one of Ryan's books is The Obstacle is the Way, every time you hit that obstacle, every time you hit that setback, do you back down from it or do you go through it? If you go through it, that's where real learning happens. So personal development for me through books, through seminars, through study um, has been one of the greatest benefits for me. And, and I think our academic system has gone criminal too with the um, journalist society. I mean, I, I, you know, when Kim and I were at South by Southwest, we listened to that one woman. She was African-American, beautiful, came from a poor thing, but she was given everything. She got full scholarships down on what's called affirmative action and all that other stuff. And she had this attitude that the rich should pay the poor for everything. I'm going. Kind of like Obama. Yeah, it's very similar attitude. I'm not blaming African-Americans, the guys, because it is just an attitude out there. But it's when you grow up in the entitlement system that you think that system is the way to go. Right. I think that's the problem, no matter where you come from. That and, entitlement system and is killing us. And the best thing for Kim and I is we, we paid our way through college. Nobody paid for us. you know. And there's a very big difference in attitude and how you face the day. And so that's why... One of the best books I always recommend is Miracle Morning by um, Hal Elrod. I get up every morning, and it's nothing is hard about it. What's hard is doing it. You know, I, I meditate for half an hour. I work out for about just quick 10 minutes, get the blood going. I read books like Eagles in Me, Obstacle Away, get my mind strong, my spirit strong. And then I journal about what I'm grateful for. Then I hit my to-do list. And most everybody could do it 
Most people don't. That's the difference. That is the only difference there is. So next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Emil in Denver, Colorado. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Says, Robert, I know you and Kim are very well read. My question is, who are some of the business people who most influenced you when you were starting out and why? That's a very good, question. important question because exactly as Ryan Holiday said, the, the I don't like school because I'm writing a book called Fake, W-T-F. It's not W, what the, it's what the, fake. And most school teachers, and I grew up in school teachers, they're fake, they're good people, but they don't practice what they teach. You know, my accounting teacher at the MBA program had a master's in accounting, but had never been an accountant. They're trying to teach me to be an account, accountancy. I ripped that guy to shreds, you know, because I was also older than he was. I was already out of the Marine, uh, in the Marine Corps. So the reason books are important is you can go choose your teacher. You know, a lot of the best teachers in the world are dead. You know, so you go to the library and all this stuff, you find these great teachers. And it depends upon your subject. You know, like I love marketing. So that was why we wrote Trout and Race. What was this? Trout positioning. positioning. There's some great books out there. Influenced by Rich, uh, Robert Cialdini. Yeah, there's some great teachers who are yeah. in books. But most writers, I mean, you gotta choose who you listen to. I, I read some of these books. I mean, I wanna get out a you know what and punch the guy or something. I mean, you're lying to me. You can feel it inside the book. So you gotta be very careful who the author is. And in the in the bookstores, <laughs> in bookstores and libraries and all that are some of the best teachers and all. But exactly as Ryan Holiday says, you gotta choose that person wisely. And I and I always mention the story of the three wise men, not religious. The three wise men. What made the three men, wise men wise was not money. What made the three men wise was that they keep searching for the great teachers. And in that story was was Christ. But you can always keep searching for the great teachers because most teachers, like they're going on strike here and all this stuff. I mean, what what the heck are they talking about? They're the cause of the problem. The reason our schools are run down that teachers pay is pay, poor is they don't teach anything about money in school. But when I tell them that, because this is my family, they go, oh, the love of money is the root of all evil. The rich are greedy. The rich are evil. And that is the position of most school teachers. And that's what, how they affect our kids. We have no financial education in our schools. What did we learn about money? Nothing. And these teachers are going on strike and parents are panicking right now saying, what am I gonna do with the little kid You know, while I'm at work? They strike for money, but they don't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Rich Dad's lesson number one is the rich don't work for money. But they don't understand that because they've been groomed to be a paycheck chaser. Any comments, Kim? Well, Emil, Emil asked, you know, some of the some of our great teachers from books through books is, you know, Richard Branson. Love, I love Richard Branson. I love his attitude and and his his courage in business. Steve Jobs, of course. But one of the first books that we read around real estate, it goes back to our current president, um, was The Art of the Deal by Donald by Donald Trump. And we read this when it first came out, all about the real estate dealings in New York. About 86, 86. in eighty six in Woolman Rink. Um, his, the ice skating rink, how he brought that back to, to life. And so, of course, Robert and I fly to New York. We want to go see Woolman Rink. We want to see what he built. We want to see what's going on. And that book was really very inspirational in terms of how you can take a piece of property and transform it into something great. So that there's a lot of great teachers out there. Yeah. And so, you know, we read the book in 86. 
and oh, 10 years later or something, we're sitting in his office. You know, we, we, we were at Woolman Rink 10 years earlier. Now we're in his office looking down upon it. That's the power of book and spirit and trust and going for your mission and not working for money. I mean, do what you're supposed to be doing. Remember purpose, you know, people say, oh, my passion. Passion is doing what you want to do. Purpose is doing what God wants you to do. They're two different things. Thank you for listening to Rich Dad Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.